Take me home, Midland Road, to the place I belong, to the valley, to see the city. Take me home, Midland Road. Hello again, and welcome along to episode five of a season with Bradford City. What a great month it's been. Really interesting, really enjoyable getting a look behind the scenes at the club, speaking to to various people. Um, but as I say, really enjoyable and, and excited still for what lies ahead. This is part one of episode five. Part two will drop after the game against Grimsby Town at the weekend. But after a short break, we are back. Thank you once again for all the feedback by social media. And today, Thursday, well, earlier today, actually, I attended the weekly Mark Hughes press conference ahead of that televised lunchtime kickoff on Saturday against Grimsby Town, and also sat down with midfielder Kevin McDonald. More with Kev shortly, but some interesting comments, I think, to start from Hughes about Andy Cook and a lengthier than planned time on the sidelines for City's number nine. Here's what Hughes had to say about his striker. Um, it's, it's probably a little longer than that, uh, to be honest. Um, we had good news that the specialist, I'm thinking, it needs surgery, which was the big worry for everybody uh, Obviously for Andy himself, um, clearly, but um, that's been cleared, so that, that's a good thing. But he still needs a number of weeks to, to be able to come back. But uh, I think there sometimes specialists and consultants err on the side of safety and, and picking a random number out, and you think, goodness me, he's not going to be out that long, is he? So, so we think, uh, given how Andy's feeling himself and the knee itself, then. Um, I think uh, he'll be back sooner rather than late, but it's not going to be two weeks, it'll be longer than that. So that was Hughes on Cook. There's lots of speculation too regarding young Bobby Poynton. Should he be starting more games? Is he ready? What does Hughes think about the Bradford youngster? Here's what he had to say. Well, I think everybody's encouraged by how Bobby is uh, progressing. They can see that with their own eyes because obviously I'm I'm giving him opportunities in the first team. So uh, we're not going to throw in in, in in terms of we, we don't want him to sink, we want him to swim. So there's a danger sometimes if you put too much pressure on him too early, then uh, you can go the other way, and that's that's detrimental to him and his development. But uh, he's doing very well at the moment. He's he's well thought of in the group because they can see he's a good young player, and that's half the battle when you're trying to make your way in this game is that you're accepted by your senior pros and. And they recognise the talent you have. So uh, he's very much part of the first team group now. He, last year, he, it was more that he was coming up from the academy and having sporadic training sessions with us and then going back to the academy um, and doing his work there. But this year, he's, he's been with us from the outset because, uh, well, in fairness, so one of the main reasons um, I was comfortable enough letting uh, Ryan East go out on loan to get game time because he obviously was desperate to to play himself was that I knew that we had Bobby that could come in and and and, and it just opened his pathway up, open a little bit to, to allow him those opportunities and, and actually he's he's probably had more opportunities early on than than I probably would have thought but uh, he's there on merit he's training exceptionally well um, and when you're a young player you've got to make an impression uh, because that gives me a problem so uh, he's doing that at the moment um, we're pleased with how he's progressing he's a good kid uh, wants to work and wants to learn which is the key and um, he's very coachable uh, he's a guy that 
takes in information and understands the game really, really well for a young player, so we're credit to him. He seems to have his feet very much on the yeah, ground. Yeah. Him, yeah, I think he's got a good family around him as well uh, to keep keep that in check. So, um, yeah, I think he's um, he's on the right path. He just needs to keep progressing and keep working down that path. Obviously, say you can inevitably have this buzz around him because he's a local lad and there because you know, supporters always feel a bit of yeah, affinity yeah. for someone coming through. So, so when he's out there, straight away they're singing, straight away. Yeah, in the spotlight yeah, that's that's always happen. been the case. Whenever players that come through the ranks, it doesn't matter which which club you're at. That that's always the case. There's a little bit uh, as a young player coming through myself. I was cut a little bit more slack when when I made mistakes, and I think that's true of all young players at any club. And uh, yeah, everybody, it's a real Philip for everybody. I think there's a lot of work that goes on uh, behind the scenes. In the academy do a fantastic job here, and the quality of the players that we get to, to obviously have a look at in senior training sessions is always good, and that's credit to them. Uh, on occasions, our numbers aren't correct for the session we want to do, so we bring the young lads up, and almost uh, without fail, they they keep the standard. The, the level it needs to be, they're not detrimental to, to what we're doing just because they're academy players. So um, that's why um, we're more than happy to bring young players through uh, because we know they're at the right standard and the right level to to make sure the sessions are good. And on the back of that, Bobby's been, been able to progress further. So, um, yeah, it's it's working well at the moment. Is Bobby developing at the sort of level you were hoping he would do? Or is he above that? Or do you think he's... Uh, he, he had a really good pre-season, I felt. Um, he played good minutes in pre-season and, and I'm almost, without fail, impressed in every game he played. So, uh, um, obviously, once the season starts, I, I'm more inclined just to, to go with senior players initially, but um, whenever he's introduced, he, he makes an impression. So, he's doing very well, doing very well. So, some interesting updates from the manager. But before that, I spoke to midfielder Kevin McDonald about his career, injuries, Hughes, how far this team can go, and his plans beyond Bradford City. I started, though, by asking him about what kept him out of the squad that drew nil-nil with Mansfield last weekend. Kev, first of all, how are you? Are you well? Injury? No, I didn't have an injury. I had an infection on my knee. Um, I wasn't an injury, no, so... I had an infection. That's uh, that's what that was kind of out of nowhere. I think maybe potentially a bite or something like that. That's in my knee and my calf and everything just swelled up, which wasn't ideal. So bad time, but yeah, we're all right. Yeah. And I guess if you're assessing your own start to the season and, and Bradford City's overall, any room for improvement or or, or things you could, you'd look back on and, and say perhaps we'd do that better or that that was great. I think there's always room for for improvement. I think always um, individual and as a team. Um, you know, it's been obviously an up and down start to the season, to say the least, and, and we've obviously learned things along the way, and it's, it's it's now getting to a point where we need to start putting things putting things right week in week out. Um, but no, there's there's always room for improvement in football. And what about the setup at Bradford City in general, and compared to some of the the other clubs you've been at in your, in your career? How does it how does it kind of compare? Yeah, it's good. It's a good setup. It's uh, it's the first time I've ever been involved in like a a, a kind of a private school training ground at the same time so it's different it is but no it's good it's got everyone's in the <coughs> everyone's in the right place to, to be successful you know so um it's it's been it's been a good it's been a good uh, it's good been a good start yeah and there's been some really sort of i guess up and down even results as well in league two this year how would you assess that that kind of standard of this campaign 
I think that's kind of... I feel like that seems to be standard throughout the whole of the Football League at times. I think, like, apart from teams that run away with leagues and stuff, I, I feel like everyone beats everyone. It's been like that way for a long time, and that's why everyone's striving to be that, that team that does run away with it, or that that, that is the consistent team. Um, but, yeah, I mean, as a, as a, as a club and taking out everyone else, it's, you know, it's, it's what we do. It's what we do, and here's the most important. It's irrelevant what happens outside here. So um, it's on us to, to, as I said, to kind of put things right on 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 a, on a daily and a weekly basis. And, and away from football, are you when you're not playing? Are you are you a watcher of the game? Do you? Uh, I don't like to use the word, but you're a student of it, or are you like some players? You just like to completely switch off family time and. No, you know. no, I, I like watching football. Yeah, um, I enjoy watching football. I enjoy like in the coaching side of football as well. So I I, I do I do watch and analyse games. Um, I mean, it's just like into all you really know as such. But yeah, there is times obviously I completely switch off from it. But no, I enjoy watching football. And throughout your career, you've obviously got the the current manager Mark Hughes. How does he compare with his style and, and approach in comparison to some of some of the other guys you worked on? Again, he's he's different. He's he's possibly he's probably the, the most laid back of the of of all of them. Um, he's you know he's a really really good guy as well. He's 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 open. He's he's good. He's good to speak to, um, and and he's got that approach which obviously then breeds onto the players because. I've had the opposite where the manager's been really uptight and then everyone goes out and ends up tight on a game day. So it's, um, you know, and I think that probably comes from us like maybe playing around the back and it gets uneasy at times, but at the end of the day, he wants us to play that way and, and we'll continue to play that way because I believe as well it's the right way to play football. And um, we've had a lot of new signs, we've had a lot of changes, we've had this and that, and, you know, all things will, all things will come together. But no, I, on the whole, he's, um, he's a good manager, he's a good guy, yeah. 2013, um, you were in League One with Wolves. Big club, big expectation. How does that compare to, to City now and, and what can you perhaps take from that period to, to help this season? Well, we had a wage bill that was about three times higher than everyone else, so <laughs> I think that probably helped, to be fair. Um, so, no, yeah, but yeah, again, it's, it's, uh, we were, us and Sheffield United at the time were, were two of the biggest teams, two of the biggest teams in the league in Sheffield Wednesday by, by a long shot, so... Again, there's an expectation, there's a pressure there every single week, home and away. You've got a huge following every week, which is which is always great. You've got a you've got a massive following at home, which is which is even better. Which is why the home form for me is so crucial. If we can pick a win after win like we have done so far and continue that way, then it's a real tough place to come. Uh, and I think that always stands in good stead. You can win your home games and on the road, you're always going to win games. You 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 you're you're too good as a squad and as a team and a club not to win games. Um, so it's just about putting things, as I say, it's, it's about putting all these fine fine little details together to make the, the outcome what everyone wants. Grimsby at the weekend then, what kind of threatened um, approach are you expecting from them at, at Valley Parade? Um, to be honest, I don't, really, I don't really know, to be no disrespect at all. Um, I don't really know exactly how, how Grimsby play, I've never played against them before. Um, that's why we do the meetings. Um, so we've covered them a little bit briefly, and so again, they're doing all right in the league. And I, I like every other every other team that comes to <coughs> comes to uh, comes to our our ground. It's it's a big it's a big it's a big occasion for them because of course if you can as an away team if you can silence the crowd then it's it's a big positive for them. So we can't afford that to happen. We can't allow them to kind of get in control of the game. It's on us to take the game to them, and it's exactly what what we we'll look to do. You you had what was described early in your career as, as life saving kidney surgery. I'd like to ask you for May about how you cope with that mentally and the build up to that and how you cope during that period and, and it obviously you've done fantastic when you've returned. Um yeah, again of course it was a a, a mentally and, and even more so probably physically tough time. Um but at the end of the day it had to be done, there's no two ways about it. It had to be done and 
that's the mindset we had to we had to have of course leading up to it and, and things it was it was nerve wracking and things like that especially when we isolated for two weeks beforehand because it was all you were thinking about and obviously my brother was there as well so it was the both of us but we tried to kind of just enjoy ourselves and stuff and and yeah um, that was that and then obviously after it then it turns into a more a mental side and a more physical side trying to get back play when I knew it was when I felt like I could like, kind of get myself back going so it was it was tough but I mean mentally I'm strong mentally I feel I'm, I've always been quite a strong mental person and, and obviously of course it's phased me it's probably made me stronger than whatever has done but again it's something that you, it's a great it's a great life experience to go through with my brother and, and, and here we are to this day so it's the main thing Oh, fantastic, it really is. And I spoke to Harry Lewis a few weeks ago. Who um, he mentioned he had a mentor away from the the club, like a, to help him sort of mentally analyse things. Is that something that you've you've had, or is it something you you perhaps consider? Uh, no, I think especially at this stage now, you know, thirty four years old, and now I had a, a mentor. I took things into my kind of my own hands, and, and 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 that's been my kind of way throughout. As I say, I'm quite a laid back character on the whole, and I kind of trust myself and and, and me as a person, I me mean, as as a footballer. So. Um, it's not someone I've, I've I've looked into before, um, and it's like yeah. To be honest, it's probably not going to change now. To be honest with you, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not trying to uh, yeah. push you push your career away <laughs> from you. But you mentioned watching football there before. Have you got a plan um, of what you'd like to do after you've you, you've hung up your boots and, and and thought in that direction? Yeah, I think I, I I like the I like the idea of coaching. I like um, that's that's what I want to do is go into coaching potentially in management uh, as time goes on. But we'll, that that. Answer can only be that can only be done when when I've experienced what it's like. So I think first and foremost I'll be trying to go into the coaching role. I've done a, a couple of badges so far, so I'm, I'm it's probably stood me in good stead the past couple of years. Kind of planning that, so we'll we'll wait and see. That's kind of what I done when when I was took a bit of time out for the transplant. I kind of got my coaching badges as much as I could at the time, get sorted in case I couldn't get back playing. So we're in a right position for that. I enjoy it. I enjoy I enjoy the coach side. I enjoy learning. I enjoy maybe passing info on to younger younger uh, players and yeah just that's probably most likely well I don't know otherwise but that's most likely yeah fantastic and what do you say throughout your, your career in the game has it been uh, an individual in particular that has had the most sort of impact on, on your career and, and if so what was it or a couple of people perhaps that what was it that they may have may have done that really left that lasting impression with you um, I think obviously from a from a personal and an individual as a human being point of view it's obviously your parents is always the one everyone says that not a cliche but that's who sets you up for life on the whole so I think obviously a, a lot is, is, is a lot of credit goes to them and then when it goes to my football inside there's, there's I don't really like to pinpoint certain ones of course there's certain ones when you're a young boy who gives you that first chance and you move club or you hit a bit of a rock bottom and then someone gives you another chance and but a couple like that throughout kind of my career and, and each individual I probably worked with gave me gave me a, a different way of a different way of thinking as a footballer some people have picked me up when I've been struggling for a club in, in my earlier years and all these people all kind of come together to make what as a, a finished article not like if you want to call it that but that's probably I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't individualise one I'd say there's a good you know, five, six, seven or, or so what a career you've had then do you look back on, on the journey and, and, and try and take it all in or will all that be something that you, you perhaps look at when, when you do eventually you know call time yeah. I think I, I look at it now probably more so because of obviously what went on and stuff and to, to probably hit that kind of peak of my career and, and get promoted a couple of times and to the Premier League and play in that and play for Scotland and stuff it, I look at it now and think yeah I've done well considering what was going on and, and, and behind the scenes um, and then probably from a 
probably from a, a longer term point of view, that's when I'll probably look back and think like when I came back to playing football, it's probably done better than what probably a lot of people would probably ever imagine. Probably a lot of people I can imagine at the time probably thought this going to probably retire, which it crossed my mind, of course it did. But um, no, no, I think like there'll be plenty of time to reflect after I finish football. I'll have plenty of years to reflect after that. Kev, best of luck this weekend. Thank you. Thank you very much. Cheers. So, thanks to Kev for his time and the questions from the press conference were asked by BBC's Jamie Rayner and Simon Parker, the chief sports writer for Bradford TNA. That's it for the first part of episode five. We'll join us for part two after the weekend and the visit of Grimsby Town. Until then...